Bonjour, bonsoir, dear friends. This is JCB Live. Happy hour. We are so excited today. We are traveling to the middle part of the United States. We're going to be between Texas and Colorado. We are with one of the most iconic American chefs. She is a TV personality, a TV host, radio host, an incredible chef. She's written many fantastic books, not only three, but at the same time is doing so much lately for Western food. She's the queen of farm to table. No one understands more cowboy food than she does. Her name is Christy Rost. I am very pleased, dear friends, to introduce you the most charming, the most elegant, self-spoken chef in America. Christy, bonjour. Ah, uh, bonjour, Jean-Charles. Welcome Woo! to the podcast. Woo! And look what I have. Huh? I have the JCB number 21 sparkling wine. I love your beautiful setting. What a car as well. What a style. This is Bentley. Woo! I love that Well, Let's set it the table. I think we should drink out of the bottle together. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I don't think I ever did that. Really? Okay, just this once. Only for you, though. Only for each other. That's a lot of bubbles. You oh, are... I think Lavishing and marvelous. With a glass. Christy, what an amazing setting. Oh, Tell thank you so much. So beautiful. Thank you. This is Swan's Nest. And um, we have this beautiful acreage in front of the mountains here in Breckenridge, Colorado. And uh, every day I wake up and I think, oh, I just can't believe I'm here. What a fascinating view. So you are in the middle of the hillside, is it? What we I'm getting in the valley and the 10 mile range is directly behind me. So Swan's Nest was built in 1898 by a gold baron. And uh, Randy, my husband Randy and I completely restored it. Took us two and a half years. And believe me, I wasn't dressed like this. Uh, and um, so behind me, the peaks are 14 thousand feet high and that's why the view is just wow so incredible well this is a magnificent setting for a lady who is the queen of farm to table sustainability and organic i love the surrounding is it how you have lunch and dinner every day of course um oh i always dress like this for dinner of course uh <laughs> We do sit out here often enough, and um, the house has a big veranda on front, and so we usually have lunch out there and uh, just gaze at the mountains, and, and when lunch is finished, I usually say to Randy, I think I need to sit here a few more minutes. It's just really hard to get back to work. <laughs> For sure. How magnificent. Well, to your commitment to sustainability and your unbelievable setting, Thank you for being with us tonight. Christy, as you heard, I introduced you not only through your books, but of course, all the great and magical shows you do on TV and radio. So tell us maybe one of the most 
amazing show you've done and the one you're the most proud of? Oh, dear. Well, probably the most, the most incredible one I did was the one we filmed for Thanksgiving. And it airs every year on PBS and Create TV from coast to coast. But the project I'm most proud of now is the um, weekly videos that we are filming right here in my studio kitchen. Uh, I have a studio kitchen that we built onto the house. And uh, I do these for home cooks who are safer at home right now. Uh, that they they can use items from their pantry and really ex easily accessible ingredients because that's important right now. You can't necessarily find everything you want in the supermarkets these days, especially some areas are, are very low on proteins. So uh, each week I show another recipe on how to create a, a great dish. And sometimes it's a really neat snack too, but a great dish that they can um, make in their home, feed themselves, feed their families. And of course, usually I'm all about feeding family and friends, but these days it's really about family because we have to keep our friends a little farther apart. That's for sure. And you're such a great inspiration because I'm the typical viewer who adore how you explain and how you make it simple. So give us now the link so all our friends with us today can be part of your show on your weekly basis. Oh, thank you so much. Well, the shows air on, on uh, major networks in about six cities across the U.S. And then I always post the links on my Instagram at Christy Rost or on my Facebook pages Again, Facebook uh, slash Christy Rost. And uh, usually I'll put it up on Twitter as well. And then on my website, I have uh, all, a section for all my videos. And people can go there. And that's ChristyRoss.com. Which I love. And you're so charming and so well-spoken. And Thank a lot you. of our friends with us today love to cook at home and love inspiration and direction. So. We cannot wait to see you further there. So, well, I'm ready to cook whenever you are today. Thank you. So, before we dive into dishes and food, what I've always admired so much with you, as the wine we're drinking, we present it, Burgundy Chardonnay Pinot, you're very, very committed to the ingredients and sustainability. Would you be so kind to explain us? your view of it and your commitment to it. Yes, absolutely, thank you. Um, I'll tell you, Jean-Charles, my view on sustainability really changed once we bought Swan's Nest. So we've been here about 10 years. And in Colorado, um, I would say probably 99% of the people who live here are very cognizant of the importance of nature and uh, maintaining nature and eating local. And I embraced that philosophy the minute we moved here. Um, we are surrounded by the national forest. And so we have moose and deer and, and fox and I don't know what else. Oh, elk that come through our yards all the time. Um, we have 14 acres of beautiful trees 
all behind our house and around, and then the national forest behind. And when you live in that kind of atmosphere, um, I think uh, certainly for myself and for my husband, Randy, we realize the importance of sustaining this, uh, of protecting nature, of um, supporting the local farmers and cheese purveyors and the producers. You know, Colorado lamb, of course, is, uh, is such an important protein from this region. So is bison. And in fact, I'm going to be cooking bison today. Um, and I just, I, I feel that it is so incredibly important to know what goes on your plate and to have a connection with those that are, are growing the food, producing the food for us. And in fact, I have an organic garden uh, here and um, our, our, um, our growing season is much shorter than in California because we're at 9,300 feet. So we officially have 29 days that are considered frost free. So I will tell you this morning, really early, I was out there removing the frost cloth off of my vegetable garden because every night we're having frost still. And it's July. <laughs> well, for you today, those are not swan eggs, but I wanted to honor, as you do, the garden we have here at Raymond Vineyards and Wapo Hill, an amazing organic and biodynamic garden. So just in your honor, I wanted to bring a little basket of, you know, Italian red onions, our carrots, our first tomatoes, as you can see, zucchini, different basil, naturally the little heirloom olive tomatoes, and of course for you as well, because I know how good you are with dessert. You have different kinds of peach, white peach, and an amazing cucumber, and different style of kale, the Russian kale, and the California kale. I wanted to showcase what you have as well in your garden, because you're such a great chef. Give us your philosophy as a chef as far as how you guide the ingredients to the outcome you create. Um, first of all, thank you for, for that amazing array of beautiful produce. That is really quite a gift for, um, I think, anyone to see that beautiful produce there because somebody grew that and someone harvested it. So as a chef, my job is to translate <laughs> those beautiful flavors and beautiful ingredients into recipes that are going to taste incredible, look dynamic on the plate and be really good for you with a few exceptions when it comes to, you know, the sweets. And I've got to do those too. But, um, but really, that, <laughs> that's what I'm known for. Um, but anyway, um, it's really, it's so it's such a gift to be able to take beautiful produce like that and translate that into something that is just incredibly tasty. Um, I often, when I'm doing a recipe, as I, in fact, very often, if I'm at the farmer's market, for instance, or harvesting in my garden, 
um, a single ingredient will often lead me to the direction that a recipe is going to become. Uh, something about the flavor of it or the seasonality of it or whatever. That guides me into uh, what I do with that produce and what I put with it. And I'm, I'm lucky in that I can really taste what a recipe is going to be without tasting it. I just have this innate sense of what the flavors of each ingredient are and um, how blending those together will create something fabulous. That's amazing. So as you write yourself, we see a lot of recipes and I know how precise you are. How much do you typically deviate from your own recipe depending on the ingredients? Because I think it's important as a chef to be as well leaving some room for creativity. As we make wine, we do the same. So is it the same with you? Oh, absolutely it's the same, Jean-Charles. Um, you know, I, I often will not make a recipe the same way twice. And that's why uh, it's really important when I do something that I write down what, what I've done, because if I do want to revisit it, I may already be, you know, light years beyond that recipe thinking entirely differently. So, um, yes, I, I love substitution. And in fact, when I'm doing these celebrating home uh, videos right now for stay at home, uh, and each one is four minutes, um, I often will say, okay, today I'm using such and such. But if you don't have that in pantry, you could use this or this or this. That's and great. so, and sometimes people will um, contact me on Instagram or Facebook and they'll ask me, um, I don't have this or I cannot eat this. Uh, what could I substitute? And so I do that all the time. That's so important. And thank you. It's refreshing coming from a chef who's been on Oprah, who's been on Martha Stewart's, who's been on all the big shows in America to tell us, you know, little chef like we are, that we can deviate from the original ingredients and just be audaciously creative in the kitchen as well. Absolutely. And you know, the best home cooks are. They really are. The best home cooks just put things together and um, they use what they have. And that is part of the adventure and delight of, of cooking at home. I love it. So talking about cooking, I know you've prepared a few things to share with us. And maybe yeah. explain the first dish that we should pair maybe with a wine you love. And I know how much you are into the French culture. In fact, nous pourrions faire ce show en français, car tu parles français parfaitement, bien sûr. <laughs> My vocabulary is very limited these days, but I still have the accent. <laughs> So the first thing I'm going to make for you today is a grilled stuffed portobello mushroom. And I chose that because you have this gorgeous uh, Oceanus Chablis from, uh, from Bourgogne. And, um, and I thought that, excuse me, from the Chablis region. And I thought that that would be a, just a really beautiful pairing because it's a pretty dish. Um, the flavors are mild and it allows the character of the wine to shine through. So shall I make that for you now? Absolutely, I cannot wait. I'm a okay, huge- Okay, here we go. I'm headed over to the grill. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
And you know, Christy, I'm uh, very fortunate being born and raised in Burgundy, obviously 35 minutes from the Chablis uh, region, which is, as you said, part of Burgundy. I did mushroom hunting for six months a year with my oh, really? grand. Lucky you. So we went into the forest, pick it up, and there it was in the plate a few hours later. So I love it. What a beautiful setting. I think we all want your kitchen right now. I know. Well, you know, sometimes it's a shame to cook indoors. <laughs> so what I've done is I have large portobello mushrooms. And of course, being a mushroom hunter, you know all about these. Um, but so a portobello mushroom like this, it has all the gills in here. And uh, when they cook, that's really quite distasteful. So it's just not attractive. So what I've done is I've taken portobello mushrooms and I've taken out all the gills just with a small spoon. Gorgeous. I have, let's see if I can get this open. It is nature out here, so you have to protect your food, you know, otherwise the bugs and the birds and everything will go, oh wow, look, for me. Um, so then I have some olive oil here and I crushed two very large cloves of garlic to infuse the oil with that wonderful flavor and aroma. And so I just brush the outside of the mushroom like this, and I'll do the other. Okay. I, I have one for you and one for me. I, I'm with you the whole way. <laughs> just around the corner, I may surprise you very soon. Not with a I know, well that would be okay. We have plenty of space for you, my dear. Maybe and then I'm, I'm adding some to the inside you. of the mushroom. Very nice. Like so you both sides. Pardon me? You do both sides. Yes, I do both sides. And I'm kind of yeah. generous on the inside because I know that this flavor is just going to go into the filling. And then I cook some couscous, excuse me, some quinoa. You could use couscous, but I cook quinoa. And I love it because the French love garlic. So you went for an extra serving of garlic, which is very oh, good. Absolutely. Garlic makes the world go round. So I just kind of fill these generously. And the quinoa has um, golden raisins, which give nice chewiness, and celery and green onions, which give crunch. So you've got different things going on, uh, textures in your mouth. And then you'll have the, the mushroom, which is so beautifully soft when it cooks. So I fill the other one. Oh, and it also has chopped chives in here in the filling and I pick those from my garden. They, those actually grow in my rock garden which is not far from here. It looks ravishing. And, oh, and pretty, huh? Okay now I just put these on the grill. Okay so I'm going to move over. Well thank you for showing us as well this amazing backdrops. God this is this is a painting on its own. So Christy, this is very healthy as well. Portobello mushroom, garlic, olive oil. This is very healthy for you. It's very healthy. This is a really great recipe. And in fact, I use uh, vegetable broth in here. So for people who want something, uh, you know, a grilled dish 
one that eats a steak, the other doesn't eat meat. Well, this dish is perfect because I used a vegetable oil in, or a vegetable broth in here, which makes it a completely vegetarian meal. And yet when the mushroom cooks, it gets soft and very, very meaty. And Ooh. so it, it's a wonderful first course or main dish. In this case, I'm serving it as a first course because I've got this fabulous Oceana 2017 Chablis. So describe for us in a few words, Christy, the Chablis, because you're so good with words and explain us why it's going to go so well. And I need to tell you, I was so thrilled when you told me you were going to do portobello mushroom with quinoa on the grill because I feel your pairing is so exact and so uh, ethereal too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to turn up the heat on this first. So how long do you cook it? So that they cook in five minutes. So the Chablis, first of all, I, I can almost smell the minerals in it to begin you know and then it's got this wonderful kind of floral bouquet in there and then when I taste there's a beautiful creaminess mm. that floods my mouth and right after the acid comes through and the acid just kind of is a delightful uh, following to that creaminess. And because of the mushroom having such a meaty quality to it, um, the acid and the creaminess, the meatiness of the meat or of the mushroom, it's just going to be so perfect in my mouth. Wow. Well said. So, Christy, when you prepare a dish, you're so good with wine. And you've always been obviously an enormous wine taster and knowing a lot about French wines, Italian wines, Spanish wines, American wines. Do you envision the dish with the wine as you prepare it so the pairing is perfect? Um, I have finished the dish. I always select the wine. And uh, because when I finish the dish, then I know what it's never know exactly what the dish will be until it is complete. And then I will taste it uh, at the table. I rarely taste a dish um, beforehand because I have this sense of what the flavor is going to be. I already know that it's going to be just right. So, um, and then it's very easy to make one. Congratulations. It's a wine made by a woman for another woman because it's made in Chablis by Lucille Dupuis, a winemaker, is a wonderful lady. And, you know, we called it Oceana and we wanted to have this wine for you today because you're the mermaid of the kitchen. And she's the mermaid of Chablis. Why the mermaid? Because, you know, 20 million years ago, Chablis was covered with water. Yes. And it became oyster beds 
that brings that amazing minerality to the rootstock, as you know, going deep. So from one mermaid to the other, from the ocean to the mountains, from your talent to the winery, we wanted something very pure as well. Now, so sweet. Thank you very much. You could not have chosen a more perfect wine for this. And I love this story. I must meet your winemaker one day. Well, you, you know, wonderful. Yourself as well as your husband is always welcome anytime, any day, of course. Now, Christy, a question which I've never actually asked you, and I've always burned of excitement to ask you this question. Who made you who you are today? What really made Christy Ross such a success? And how did you come up to, to become this amazing, iconic personality in the kitchen? And I say that because you're really extraordinary and many people watching today may reevaluate what they do, may rethink their priorities, may redraft the trajectory of their life, and I think you're such a great example to, to tell us what, what made you who you are today. First of all, I'm overwhelmed by your compliments. Thank you so much. Um, you know, when I was little, when I was four, I wanted to be a nurse. And my parents talked to me about that years later, and they said, oh, you always wanted to be a nurse. I said, really? And they said, yeah. And I did that because I love taking care of people. I just always have. I love doing whatever I can to uh, make them feel better, ease their pain, uh, make them feel loved and appreciated. Also, my parents entertained a lot. And um, it was just what they did. And being one of four girls in the family, um, I was part of the kitchen crew. So from my mother, I learned to set a beautiful table. I learned how to serve. I learned how to uh, converse with people. Um, and I love the excitement and, and um, energy of the gatherings that they had. And I will tell you, I did go on to become a nurse, and I am still a licensed RN, and I'm still involved. Yes, I'm still involved with my school of nursing, the University of Texas School of Nursing at Austin, Hook'em Horns, and I am now on the advisory committee with the, to the dean. And um, I, I, I did do that because I wanted to take care of people. But I also had this passion for baking and for cooking and for entertaining. And I found that my true calling was to follow that. And, uh, and so for me to bring people into our home, oh, I have to check the mushrooms, to, to bring people into our, our home, to entertain them, to cook for them, to spoil them so that they go home saying, Wow, that was quite an evening. That is my passion. And I love teaching others how to do that. So excuse me, I'm gonna to step to the grill here and check the mushrooms. But this is oh, amazing. Yes, they're beautiful. And this shows us, dear friends, that we can do multiple things in our life. We could start as one direction and evolve into another. And really, 
Christy said it so well, as she's on the grill, you take care of people in the hospital or in the nursing home or in the clinical environment, and you do as well at your house as being hospitable and in your kitchen. So there's a big correlation in loving people and loving to share in the moment that I've always known you as being so embracing of others, Christy. And this is what I love with your personality. Thank you, Jean-Charles. Thank you. Well, I think when you embrace others, they embrace you right back. And certainly that has been true with our friendship because we've known each other a long time. And so for you, I have created this stuffed portobello mushroom from on the grill, accented with chives from my garden. And uh, it will be absolutely divine with your Oceana 2017 Chablis. And you made it so easy. So cheers. Cheers. And Christy, congratulations, because I feel as a very novice cook and spending little time in the kitchen, you made it accessible for me. And this is why I love how you explained it and how you prepared it. And this is, you know, a fairly complex taste profile. And you made it easy. And five minutes later, it's coming out of the grill and we're ready to have it. So I love it. I know. And the best thing of all, the quinoa filling, I could make that yesterday. And voila, it's ready today. So, you know, I love making a dish that has layers of flavor, but very, very simple to do. And very often, I think the very best recipes of all are the ones that are simple. When you get too much going in a recipe, it very often is disappointing to the palate. So Christy, we, we fully agree. And, and again, you make it accessible for me and people like me, so thank you. You said something so important. You love to take care of people and you love to nurture people. You obviously love to cure people. You love to be hospitable with people, to cook for people. You know, you've been helping a lot of people professionally, and you've been obviously doing a lot of things in the last months. Can you please elaborate on that and explain all of us how great you've been to contribute to the community and to others? Oh, thank you. Well, of course, we've spoken about the videos that I'm doing and um, how much I really enjoy doing that and, uh, and the feedback that I get from people as they, as they say, oh, wow, Christy, I have all these ingredients. I can make this. But another thing I've done, because I, um, because I have written several cookbooks and my last one, Celebrating Home, was really, really my favorite book because it's not just cooking, but it's also lifestyle. It has, it has beautiful recipes and all, but it also has table settings and um, really it's ways to celebrate each day, to realize that no matter what, we have a reason that we can find to celebrate that day. And the fact that everybody is home now makes that even more critical that rather than having each day run right into the next and i'm the first one to say i can't remember if it's monday or wednesday or friday but uh because each day does seem awfully similar but um but to be able to 
find a reason to celebrate that day is really a special thing. And it's a special gift. And very often that can happen around the table. And so I've always been devoted to gathering family and friends, and now it's family, around the table and celebrating the meal, celebrating the friendship, celebrating the love and the ties. And so what I've done because of the COVID is um, I am now, for those who wish a copy of Celebrating Home, if they go to my website, christyross.com, I will donate 25% uh, of the proceeds to Feeding America. So I've partnered with them to help make sure that people have food for their tables. That's so wonderful, Christy. And this is so generous of you. It's a big amount as a portion of the proceeds. And we're so excited, obviously, to encourage everybody to go onto Christy Ross' website and please purchase the book. Feeding America is an amazing organization. And we know one child out of four is going hungry in the United States today. It's over 55 to 60 million children that are not fed properly. And we all know so many people in this crisis are left out. And we're so fortunate ourselves to make great food, great wine. So this is an obvious contribution. And, and I have this book, Christy, we're going to purchase some. I commit to you today for our tasting rooms as well. And Thank you, Jean Charles. Merci beaucoup. And we'll have your biography and the contribution so we can obviously participate to that. So I can oh, tell you this is very exciting. What's the cost of the book? It's $29.95. It's a hardcover and it's 170 pages, I think, Perfect. with full color uh, photography. We're going to get 50 books going for our various tasting room immediately. Oh, thank you. The purchase order today so we could have them displayed and encourage people to give back because your book is amazing. Thank and you. The giving to Feeding America is, is so commanding. Thank you so much, Christy. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jean-Charles. You know, I spoke about embracing others and this is right now one of the best ways I can do that is embrace those who do not have enough to eat and make sure that they have meals on their table. That's essential. And now we know that you're so good as well to have embraced a new style of cooking. Oh, yes. I may be all dressed up, honey, but I'm a cowboy at heart. <laughs> because I find that so cool. What Knowing you as a very elegant, high heels, always so beautifully dressed. Every time I've seen you in Texas or in other places. And now it's cowboy theme. It is. And you know, you don't have to wear jeans to make cowboy cooking. So, uh, so I kind of dressed up even though I'm doing bison on the grill and we're going to do a coffee rub for this. So I have a New York strip steak here, bison New York strip steak, and it is absolutely gorgeous. The thing about bison is it's extremely low in fat. And so it's actually a very healthy protein. Uh, the other thing about it is because it's so low in fat, it also means that there uh, is, um, it, it gets tough quickly. 
So you have to cook it to medium rare. If you cook it more than that, it's just going to be uh, real tough. So that's kind of the secret to uh, cooking bison. Now, as in the chuck wagon tradition, one thing the chuck wagon cooks had was beans. The other thing they always had was coffee. And so I actually have taken ground coffee and I ground it up really, really fine so it's powdery. And I'm going to use this to make the dry rub. So I put this in. This I'm going so to add in some onion powder. So again, we're building layers of flavor here. I have some garlic powder. We love garlic. Yeah, we do, don't we? <laughs> Add some kosher salt. And I love this idea of coffee, bison, garlic. Ay, ay, ay. I'm going to dress this thing up so it look, so it tastes like I'm dressed, okay? A uh, li little bit of cayenne pepper. That's going to give it a nice little burn in the back of the throat. And here's one of my favorite ingredients for anything on the grill, especially if you're using a gas grill and not charcoal, and that is smoked paprika, because that's wow. going to give it a really nice smoky flavor. So these are all readily available ingredients, and uh, many people have a lot of them already in their pantry. So I'm just going to give some ground pepper. You're making me starve on that other side. I'm Start having meal and you having bison it's a dream <laughs> isn't that cool and bison is very well known of course in colorado as well it is and you know i used to do uh in fact when when we travel back and forth between here and texas as we uh go and i'm just uh rubbing putting this on the steak here as we uh drive along we always see uh buffalo in various ranches. And it's really cool to see them. And uh, especially in the winter when they're covered in snow and they have uh, just a little bit, well, I don't know if I'm gonna get this glove on or not. Oh, the heck with it. So, uh, so I'm gonna rub this in. You're the nurse. You're Turn the nurse. it over. And well, I wanna be the, the side. Great massage. nursing school okay and then i just put this on the grill <laughs> i love your movement you're so precise again and there we go it's going to take a few minutes about uh three to four minutes on the first side then we'll flip it and it'll take about maybe three minutes on the other side that's beautiful so now, Christy, maybe you could tell us as we're going to taste a new wine. I know, I'm excited. We purposely selected this wine because when I met you, I felt that energy in you of the love of others. And today, it's very strange, the feeling I have, I have goosebumps to tell you this. I had never known you were a nurse as well. And I could see that in you, that you had destiny. The tarot cards were basically written for you as your chariot. You know, the chariot guides you into your life and helps yes. you to take turns and evolve into 
the greater picture that you become. And I have a feeling this is what you've lived, is this amazing, gentle path to be who you are today. Is, is it true? Oh, it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like, like whatever my destiny is, particularly right now, it's just running away with me. And, um, and that's very much like a chariot. And, um, and the, other, the other one, oh, by the way, I have to say the tarot wines, I think is a superior idea because it's the same wine with 12 different tarot cards. So you can pick the cards that match your personality. And so you sent me the um, Le Soleil, which has a, um, a gentleman and a gentle lady uh, promenading together. And I love that because it just kind of reminds me of um, 43 years of marriage to Randy and all the, all the going through life together that we have done. But then when it came to which one was I going to open for today, by gum, it had to be the chariot because um, I love the energy of it. And, um, and the fact that we don't know where we are headed, but if you hang on tight, it can be a really great ride. Well, absolutely. And Christy, I need to tell you why we sent you those two. I've known you for many years. And for me, you have this incredible sunshine around your head that halo effect that attracts and that radiates and that really brings energy to others thanks to your fabulous personality. And this is why the sun and why the chariot, because I really feel destiny, you know, fate brought you to the unbelievable aura that you have today. And the person that you are from Obviously, you've explained it so well, nursing and others to the kitchen and others as well. And it's another kind of food that you give and health to others as an inspiration. So I think those two are really amazing. And you remind me, of course, of French royalty. So, you know, the Sun King of France, Sun Queen of France. Yes. And I will tell you to this day... um, I think back to all, all the times that we went to the Louvre and um, and we saw Josephine and Napoleon in the pictures. I saw uh, Josephine's pearl e- drop earrings and all. And oh yes, I'm so into that. <laughs> so, and here's to you because truly, when it comes to wine, I would suge- I would um, say that Jean Charles Boisset is the king of wine. And so to you, my dear. No, to to you. And would you tell us, Christy, all the the viewers are very interested in you and obviously in your inspiration. So tell us what inspires you every day and what inspires you the most to be who you are today? I would say what inspires me now is waking up to one of God's greatest gifts, and that's these mountains. And whether you live in the mountains, by the sea, in the countryside, on the prairie, there is something in every place, every location that is inspiring and is a gift. 
And if you only look for it, it's there waiting to be discovered. And so this inspires me every day. Excuse me, I'm going to grab this steak. Um, it inspires me to. Oh, yeah. Woo! It's the love of thrill. It's the passion of Christy. Look at that. A little movement of the wrist, and here it is. And there it is. I mean, was that easy? You know, and I have I have a little ancho um, barbecue dipping sauce here. That you've made? Oh, yeah. Made sauce? I made it just, whoop, I better use these. I made it just for you, Jean-Charles. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. So pristine, so. There you go. That is the height of cowboy cooking. This is amazing. Isn't that great? I, I, do you mind if I take a bite in front of you? Must, and you must describe it and how it goes with the wine. Because bison. Okay, let's do it. It's so unique to do bison. You got to realize many of us have had obviously great beef, but I mean, bison in France today, if I talk to a lot of my French, French chefs, it's a huge curiosity. And there's a different element to the fabric of the meat. So please, Christy, describe it for us. I'm going to start to bite in the egg here. I'm jealous okay. to bite into a peach, a jalapeno, maybe red onions. Red onions, that would be good. I'll tell you, when I first taste it, it's very, the bison is... Um, it's got this wonderful smoky exterior. Yes. Then I get into it and it's got this burst of flavor of the meat itself. And then after that, because of the ancho dipping sauce, as long as, as well as the dry rub, I'm tasting the coffee. I'm tasting the slow burn right here from the cayenne um, and from the ancho chiles. Um, Oh, wow. It's amazing. Now. So maybe with the wine in, in three words. Would be a sip of the Taro uh, Napa Valley uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So. <laughs> oh, my. The two together must be. You know, a sunshine, an explosion of juiciness, right? Oh my gosh, yes. It's like eating the fresh berries, you know? Because this one has dark fruit. So it's um, dark cherries, bing cherries. And, and um, I, I taste, I taste the, the, um, the oak and the earthiness of it, because it's got just a little bit of a leathery uh, underlying uh, flavor in there as well. So well said. Oh my, and yet it has a bit of sweetness too because of the fruit and, um, oh wow. And then a long finish. It's nice, it is perfect with the bison. Well, oh. This is such yeah. a good story. So, Christy, as you taste another piece of the bison, 
Oh, no, for you, dear. <laughs> Go ahead. My tongue, too. <laughs> so, what is, besides cooking and nursing, what is your passion? Oh, family. It's always family. It all, that's why my very first book was called The Family Table. Um, yes. It always comes back to family. Uh, the most important things in life happen with your family. The losses that we, ex that we all endure, they're never more poignant than when it's family. And that's why people drop everything. It doesn't matter how important it is, how busy you are, you drop everything when your family needs you. Um, and that's why I do what I do, because if I can bring, if I can inspire people to come around the table and share a meal and connect with each other yes. and build the love that happens around the table and share the stories and share the memories, which we do most often during holiday meals, um, then I would say that my reason for being has been fulfilled. That is my mission, is to bring people closer together and um, to let others find the same joy that I have in my life. I've been very blessed and I have a wonderful family and a fabulous husband who's standing on the other side of the computer, ready to turn it ever so slightly to follow me. And um, I mean, I've been very blessed and to have friends and to have family and be able to gather them around the table, there's no greater joy. That is my passion. So well said. And as you can see, that's why I'm at a round table for you. Because even though we have a little distance between the both of us today, I have the feeling you're sitting with me and we are together enjoying and sharing, which is the key. So you fulfilled. But I'm sure, Christy, there's other dreams you may want to share that you have not yet fulfilled. Are you willing to share? Maybe a dream that you have that you haven't yet uh, accomplished? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I, I, I wanted to be on one of the uh, major morning shows, and I've not yet accomplished that. And um, I would like that. And I have another big show in me. And that one I cannot talk about. But... Um, but I have another one. I feel it in my bones, starting to work on it. And um, if I accomplish that, I think I will have accomplished what I want. Well, congratulations. I knew you had still something. Although you've been on Oprah, you've been with Martha Stewart. I mean, you've been on all the majors. But this is another great dream to have. I understand you may have a little surprising dessert for us to share. I do. Shall we go to the table and let me show that to you? And you know, I think it actually would be quite good with another little bit of the JCB uh, sparkling. Oh, I I, I'm with you. I love to finish the meal. And this is maybe a very European thing and French, specifically to finish it with bubbles. So oh, I agree. Recommendation to start with bubbles and finish with bubbles. I agree because anytime you have a sparkling wine, any kind of bubbles, it's a celebration. 
And I always think dessert is a celebration as well. I, and, and what I'm famous for saying is, you may not remember what you had for dinner, but you will always remember what you had for dessert. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's very That's true. Really good. <laughs> I could see your beautiful creation. Oh, la la, it reminds me my mother and grandmother's phenomenal tart. Yes, thank you. This is a, and, and this goes back to your baskets of produce because this is California peaches and with fresh blueberries. So I made a peach and blueberry tart, knowing that in another few weeks, the Colorado peaches will be in the, in the farmer's market. And I must say, they are pretty phenomenal. So uh, peach tarts of all different kinds, peach desserts are something that I really, really enjoy making every summer. And so I made this one for you with the lattice crust. And, um, oh, I just wish I could send you a piece. Oh, well. But it's really beautiful with this. I know how flavorful you are and full of phenomenal aroma and fragrance. I can only imagine. And show everybody how you've done, obviously, the crust on the top. Because this is exactly the way the traditional French tarte is. Look at how that, that's a piece of art. Look at how. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I will tell you, I did cheat a little for, um, and this is good for people to know. You can always cheat and still make it look fabulous. Um, so rather than weaving the crust, which yes. takes more time and a little more artistry, um, I thought, I'm doing this for family, your family. So I instead, I simply laid the pieces of pastry across and yes. then laid the other pieces on top, clipped off the edges with my fingers, and it looks as if it's been all interwoven, but it actually is not. So <laughs> I'm a great proponent of making it look fabulous, but let's keep it realistic. Hey, I need to share a secret that uh, that very same recipe my grandmother had me do with her. So oh. I'm sorry, you bring shivers and tears almost to my eyes because oh, so the one I was doing with strawberry or raspberry yes. apricot, and I had to interwove yeah. each, and it was so long to do, and there's a technique to it. And it looks so beautiful. And as you pick it, you pick a cross and you eat it. It's fabulous. Oh, I know. I know. The pastry is the, always the best part for me. All that butter in there. Oh, it's incredible. Well, pretty soon I'll be harvesting my rhubarb. And, um, and so I'll be making rhubarb and cherry tarts. And I combine the two. And then it's a beautiful blend of uh, flavors uh, when you do that. Well, so, when that'll probably be in the next couple of weeks. In fact, we'll probably film that. So, so you'll get to see my, and I'll probably do maybe a, a country tart, a French country tart, which is just, you just lay the pastry out, put the filling inside, and then carefully fold up the edges of the pastry. So the center of the fruit still shows, but it's so quick and easy. And it's, you get a little more pastry that way, and that's my favorite part. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Make sure you post and Make sure you post and, and, you know, I'm a big you know, fan. I'm a big fan. You know, 
So I want to make sure. So we, I want to make sure we, of course, of course, share that in the future. Share well. that in the future as well. So Christy, maybe the last words. Last well, words. Well, I would love for you to I send. Would love for you to send to everyone as one of Christy. One of Christy conclude this amazing moment together? Um, I must say, I was not able to hear everything you said. You wanted me to share something uh, yeah. at the very end, yeah. but I'm not sure what it was. Sorry, Christy. I'm sorry, sorry Christy. Okay. So, Christy, this was an amazing this moment. Was an amazing Loving every, every second of every it. Every second of it. Would you be so kind to share a message after four months of living the way we've lived to everyone, a Christy Ross message to all our friends listening with us? Thank you. I would say to everyone, cherish those around you. Be grateful for the blessings that you've been given. If you are healthy, do your utmost to stay that way. Don't feel you have to go out and commune with everyone else because there are such gifts in being at home. I would say celebrate each and every day and be grateful for it. Enjoy the food, enjoy the wine. And, um, and when we come through the end of this, um, you'll have so many reasons to be grateful and to feel blessed. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup, Christy. You were always uh, fabulous, such talent, such inspiration, and such aspiration. So thank you for sharing your passion. Thank you for instilling in all of us this positive and extraordinary energy that you display. Love you. I love you too, Jean-Charles. Merci beaucoup, monsieur. You, you and, and your husband, I don't wait to have too. Big kisses. <laughs>